Hello and welcome to another Octal FM Soundbites. I'm Gelada. And I'm Sefran. And today we are talking a little bit about a game that has been announced for a little bit now, but we've sort of had a few more details in the last couple of weeks and it's something you're sort of following with with interest given your your, your sort of past hobbies and that is Yu-Gi-Oh! Mm. Master Duel, which mm. is basically the Yu-Gi-Oh! equivalent of Magic the Gathering um, arena, right? Yeah. Effectively. Yeah. Um, so what have you been what what have you been seeing about it and and also what do you think because you you have we talked we've talked about Yu Gi Oh yeah point we had a little show, bit right? of discussion in the past about my Yu Gi Oh days but that was like like the earliest episodes of you played it like competitively you were the team that you were part of was did a bit you did a bit of like traveling around Europe and stuff as well to oh, go to a lot traveling around yeah fairness went it was years but yeah, yeah for yeah. sure like um sort of like in the like early 2010s yeah we used to play like really competitively going into mm-hmm. all the big tournaments all around europe and everything yeah uh, i don't really play so much anymore mm-hmm. but i do still enjoy talking about it thinking about it and mm. playing the video games for it yeah so i think we talked i might have talked about briefly on like a soundbite or something the legacy of the duelist game which is mm-hmm. pretty good it's, it's mm-hmm. a pretty good like representation of, of Yu-Gi-Oh as a card game mm-hmm. on switch and pc i think it is yeah but this is a little bit different because this is the first time where we've got an official online game. Right. Because up until this point, at least that is like playable because again, Legacy of the Duelist does have an online component, but it's mm. pretty bad. Yeah. Um, this is going to be cross-platform. So PC, mm-hmm. Switch, PS4, Xbox, etc. And Mobile? yeah, I think so. I did see it listed as iOS and Android, mm-hmm. but I don't know if they've really talked about how that's going to work necessarily because okay. it's going to be quite small screen. But I guess they could probably make it I work, mean, right? If you can make, manager, say, if you can make Hearthstone and Magic work, right? Yeah. There's not a great deal of information about it, like I say. So it's quite a lot of speculation, but effectively it's going to be, yeah, the equivalent of, of it's free to play and it's going to mm-hmm. be Yu-Gi-Oh! online that you can play. Because up until this point, and this is the case for like the past like 15 years, <laughs> The only way to play Yu-Gi-Oh! Online was using sort of like third-party sort of right. like unaffiliated websites, things like, um, yeah. I think it's called Dueling Book now, uh, used right. called Dueling Network. And there's another one that I don't know, remember the name of. And they're completely unaffiliated to yeah. like the official Konami sort of side of things. It's like where they, like there's a similar thing for Pokemon, isn't there? Where there's like unofficial Pokemon battle uh, games where you can like play people online with a sort of crafted team effectively to sort of do, yeah. you know practice practice battles and stuff like that um so similar sort of thing right like replicate all the cards in a game break all the copyright rules and yeah. you know and and sort of have like an online component and try and like yeah basically re rebuild Yu-Gi-Oh or any card game um like unofficially which is yeah definitely fraught with uh with complications and yeah. why i'm sure i'm not surprised it's changed its name and probably also which country it's been hosted in and all of that kind yeah, of thing yeah absolutely like and they're they, never yeah, like that's the case you know, yeah they're never like super uh easy to get your get your hands on they tend to be completely free right because otherwise if you actually took money yeah. then then uh you know konami or whoever would be pretty uh pretty annoyed <laughs> well that that was actually the case right so the the game dueling network which is a website that is sort of like uh almost very flash looking i know it isn't mm. really flash but it's very sort of like minimalistic um and it's not there's, there's no mechanics to it everything is manual so like if you do something you have to like physically do it like to move the cards around and everything right, so like, right, there's right. no automation at all yeah yeah um but for the longest time it was played completely unofficially but then it got taken down because of copyright reasons i think but not by the fact that it's the whole game basically available to play online but because like the 
sle- the card art sleeves mm. were like copyrighted by like one of the manga companies as opposed this to like the game so side of things. And they were like, no, 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 you can't use that artwork and we're going to take this down now as a result. That's really interesting. So like it was a really like tiny, small thing that yeah. took it down, not the fact that it's a whole game being ripped off. Maybe maybe they don't care. And you know, and- I don't think they did care, if yeah. I'm honest with you, because they weren't making any money by doing it. It was free. Yeah. And... I, I guess it was a case of like, well, we're not in the market of online Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. play, so who do we care? But now they are. So yeah. I can see them being a little bit more aggressive about yeah. it now. And that's where we, we come to with Master Jewel. And it's really interesting because it's free to play. They've already said that there's going to be 10,000 plus cards available, which mm-hmm. is pretty much all the cards currently. Uh, mm-hmm. It might be a little bit more than that, but not far of basically all the cards. Yep. And that raises the the question for me personally of balance, Mm. because one of the reasons that I stopped playing Yu-Gi-Oh! was the game becomes just ridiculously power crept. Mm. Like, every single generation of cards is so much more powerful than the previous one. Right, right. And there is a little bit of an old man yelling at clouds thing coming here, because like, oh, back in my day, there was Mm. this and that. And I'm sure players that are even older than me, the game would say the same thing about how I played. Mm. And probably more, you know, there's even some between me and the most recent players too. Yeah. But you can't deny that then as a result of it, if you've got an online game where you can play all these cards, how are you going to make it so that like, if I want to play a deck that was sort of like prominent from when I played sort of like in 2011, mm. 2012, how is that possibly going to be able to be played in an online matchmaking right. system against people who can play that the most recent cards, which are just stronger by pure power creep standards. They potentially, like, although all those cards are going to be there, are they potentially going to have rule sets or something like that to See, that's to the limit thing. The play? They haven't mentioned anything about, like, how the matchmaking is going to work, mm. how, like, formats are going to work. Yeah. Because in Magic, it's a little easier because, A, the cards, they are power creeps, but maybe they're a little bit, little bit more restrained. And I'm sure mm. there's Magic players and the listeners that are probably screaming at me going, no, you're wrong. It's also, I, like, seasonal, isn't it? Like, like well, that that's what like, I was going to say. They retire cards. They rotate like cards. They yeah. retire cards. And the formats allow them to do that as well. They have like the standard format. They have yeah. modern format, etc. You get none of that. And right. traditionally, the only way it's had any way of like mitigating overpowered cards and broken mechanics is by the ban list. Yeah, right. Where they've banned cards. They've made it so you can only use like one copy of the card instead of all three copies, yeah, etc. Yeah. But. Again, I'm not quite sure how they're going to make that work in case of like if because a big part of this game is going to be like advertising to the people who remember playing with like, you know, Dark Magician and Blue Eyes, Mm. White Dragon and stuff, right? The classics, right? Well, if people want to play those those decks, they're not going to survive against the most recent deck types, right? They're just not going to. And that's going to put off people from playing. Mm. So what I would love them to do is do kind of that. I, I kind of want them to maybe do like you can select like you can play up to this year or this set of cards right i'm not sure they will Mm. i don't know how it's going to make it because surely they're going to want to promote you to get like the newest cards as they release them with each set because assumedly they're going to keep the game up to date with like the recent like actual physical card releases and i guess you could did they say that it's going to launch with ten thousand cards yeah oh that's interesting because i was going to say the other thing you could do is a little bit like maybe i'm just thinking with this because i'm playing it at the moment but world of warcraft classic where like you roll got, it out slowly yeah you like phase it right and you start with only the old stuff and like over yeah. the over the months or years or that whatever would be fun. Um, you, you but know, the only downside to that is a the game's been running now for 20 years yeah and there's been like a set every three months right <laughs> so right, there's right, a right. lot to get through yeah but also the problem there too is yes you might capture the nostalgia 
peak players, you know, yeah. for maybe a couple of months. But then are you necessarily going to get on board the want people who are playing now that want to play with right, the most course. recent cards? Yeah. With, they go to their locals and, you know, they, they've got all these decks that they love to play. Because you, you're going to isolate, you know, alienate them. And then if you don't capture them on the initial, like, upswing of the game's release, you may lose them entirely. Yeah... I, I, I really want it to work because I can't believe it's taken them this long to have basically this service. Yeah. Especially considering that their their main competitors of Magic and Pokemon have had these services for a long time. Now, right, right. In some form or another, at least anyway. So how they implement things is going to be really interesting to mm. see. Um, I really don't want it to be like a pay-to-win thing where you can just buy the most mm. ridiculous powered, overpowered cards I think you probably will be able to. Yeah, um, or maybe, I mean, I don't know. It depends on if they randomize everything, right? And it's just, you just got to pay to get lots of pretend boosters. I think that's what it's going to be, unfortunately. Mm. And then it's a case of like, you know, cough up loads of money if you want the card you actually want to play with. Because that's the other problem as well. Like, I'm not interested in the most recent cards. I'd like to play with the cards that I played with right. when I was playing competitively. And if it's all randomized, you're going to really struggle. And that's going to be a challenge. Trying to, to actually... get those old school cards. Yeah. yeah. So it's I don't know how they're going to manage it. It's a real challenge with with that many cards isn't it that's the thing with pokemon and magic like pokemon they have like the same pokemon cards over and over again right with mm. different like stats and skills and yeah. stuff and so they can probably just do like generational things right, right? yeah it seems yeah. relatively straightforward for pokemon and with magic again like they have the rotations and the sets mm. and the formats Yu-Gi-Oh's in a very different position to those two mm. so i'm gonna be really interested to see how they manage it yeah that is interesting do you think that they'll potentially shake up Yu-Gi-Oh as a thing in as part of this or do you think it's just this is a side <laughs> i don't think so the, i, I think it's a side now but yeah like Yu-Gi-Oh has not changed in the 20 plus years it's been yeah, going yeah and because every single time it's the same thing things just get more powerful mm. and they release more sets that make the game more complicated but also faster yeah. like the game is so much faster than it ever used to be. Mm. Um, it's a different game to what I played, and the game that I played was different to the people who played initially when it first came out played. Mm. And again, I don't want to sound like old man shouting at clouds back in mm. my day sort of thing, but how they're going to manage that, I don't know, but mm. I guarantee you they won't change the game to make right, a fine. better game from a video game point of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When's it? Uh, do we have a release date? No, not yet. I, th- I think it's supposed to be sometime this year, so 2021. Okay. Okay. Um, but I don't think there's a confirmed release date Well, yet. no doubt you're going to be checking it out. And so yeah, you definitely. Get, you'll be able to give us your thoughts on either a soundbite or a full show. Um, and we'll we'll discover. We'll, we will know one day that yeah. will be revealed. Um, I hope I'm proven wrong. Mm. I don't think I will be. <laughs> <laughs> not high hopes, but, but no, I'm, but I'm watching really... curiously. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's exactly it. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, until then, until we get to give you a full lowdown of Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel, I've been Gelada. And I've been Sephram. And catch us again for another Octal FM soundbite very soon. <laughs>